BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm very excited. It hasn't been a long, long time, but it hasn't been short either. And I've missed this motherfucker. So he's back. Andrew Colin. Hey, boy. Hey. Yo, I'm happy to be back. I love your audience. They all love they me. Love every you. single one of them. They're obsessed with you. How do you trick all these women into thinking that you're not a creep? I wear heels. And so I look taller and then they're like, wow, he's hot. But really, I'm only 5'9". Don't tell anyone. <laughs> okay so andrew um the theme of today's podcast is why are men so creepy oh okay wow i feel like an intervention <laughs> no 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 it is uh your girlfriend asked me to do this theme for the podcast to send a very uh passive aggressive message to you look um it wouldn't be my first intervention that's been done to me so oh shit did you actually have an intervention you know, it was more about me being lazy than an alcoholic, but, um, mm. yeah, mm -hmm. my brother, my two brothers and my best friend, Glenn, uh, I was in New York. I was, uh, not really working and I was drinking, but not drinking that much, but just being extremely lazy. Yes. And I came home or to my brothers and they were all like, like, have a seat. And I was like, three of you, you can't, you can't even get a full circle. Like, this is not, you can't have an intervention. You don't even have a mediator. Like a semicircle. It was like a quarter of a circle. It's and pathetic. they're just like, where we just think uh, you're just being really lazy. I've never heard of an intervention for laziness. But honestly, if anyone was going to get Andrew, it would be you. I've always been lazy. And then a close second would be myself, actually. Did you ever have anything close to that? Where someone sat you down or like, get your life together? So... Okay. Kind of adjacently. So I've never had like a sit down, get your life together discussion, but my parents did kind of try to do it with an ex-boyfriend friend of mine in high school. So he smoked weed. Like my parents literally treated it like he was a meth addict. Okay. Like, let's get real. Weed in high school, like earmuffs kids, if you're listening also, if you're listening, I don't know what's wrong with your parents. This is not for you. But you know what? I'm, like, let's get real. On the scale of one to 10, how bad is a kid smoking weed in high school? Uh, Andrew. Uh, 14. <laughs> we got to stop it. It has to end. You know what the funniest part about when kids smoke weed? They, well, back in the day, it was always that. It was like an older uh, weed dealer. He was like 20 and he was still around town. Yeah, and he would, cool he'd guy. have the weed and his name was like Jacob. And he'd always, always. have like two buttons, button. And he was just so cool. He always had sunglasses on, you know, even in the middle of the night. And then he'd be like, yeah, 
Dude, Jacob's like so cool. He gets us weed and like, <laughs> and every fucking kid in high school, I wanted to beat up Jacob so bad, but he had like man strength because he had like four chest hairs and nipple hair. And I was like, fucking. Well, I was just going to say, a uh, 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 like cornerstone um, trademark, if you will, of a drug dealer is like having facial hair. That's not actually facial hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like soft, like a uh, soft prepubescent stash going on like it, it's all it's so light it looks like it could be like i don't know a dusting of sugar or like a like a, like a wannabe five o'clock shadow i love picturing that guy being like okay if i have no facial hair no one's gonna believe me as a drug dealer but i can't really grow it out that well but what i can grow out it, they're gonna respect me and I'm going to sell fucking weed to kids as a gateway drug. And then they're all going to do cocaine in college. And I'm going to be here. <laughs> bro. And that's what happened. I'm going to grow out these 11 patchy, sad, pathetic hairs. Yeah. And I'm going to rule this fucking town. And actually, usually in my town, they had just like two initial names. BJ, CJ, uh, JJ. <laughs> and ours lived at the dump. Does he it get more dump? real than that? He lived at the dump? Yeah. So our dump like had like a like one street, like one cul-de-sac near it. So if you lived on that street, we said you lived at the dump. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this kid was just like poor and trying to provide for his family. And we're like, what a loser. <laughs> and by the way, like fast forward like 20 years, it's all legal now. You could walk in. Isn't it the craziest thing ever? Like now it's like like zero big idea whatsoever. So my parents were crazy. Like I remember one time my boyfriend, JJ, <laughs> who lived at the dump, um, he, he had on cargo shorts because, huh. you know. You got to put all the weed in the pocket. Fish. Exactly. And I was driving his loser ass around in my uh, white Volvo station wagon. Damn. Not to brag, but it had a crank sunroof. So obviously I did not live at the dump. Are we going to do this again? Are we going to, are we going to be elitists again? Yes. <laughs> I was waiting. I didn't know we'd get right into so, it. So I drop his stoned ass off at his house. Right. And I drive to my parents. What I didn't realize was he had had his bowl, his weed bowl in his like pocket of his cargo pants. And it had fallen out. So uh, I go home, you know, not really stoned. I wasn't really into weed, but like I would take like a puff puff here. But like, what else? You know, I'm not like, I remember our first date ever. He took me to Bertucci's and we smoked a blunt in his teal pickup truck. I thought I was going to die. I don't do well with weed. I don't either. I really don't. I don't either. So I do a half a hit and I pretend to inhale it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still even as an adult. I'm because I don't want to be left out, but no. like I don't, I can't fuck with that shit. It messes me up. No, I have, I don't. No one has. Uh, no, I'm good on passing around a circle confidence. No, I've never. You, you're better off taking it, and like Bill Clinton said, you just don't inhale. You don't inhale. He did inhale, though. I just want to be clear on that. So you hit He's the blunt. You're at the truck, and you're like, "This okay. is love." So, after the blunt incident, I learned my lesson. So I wasn't really like smoking with him. But anyway, I pulled to my parents' house. I get out of the car. I pull behind my mom's car. I go upstairs. I go to sleep, whatever. The next day, she wakes me up in a rage because she had gone down to move my car because I was blocking her in. And she found what it, it reeked of pop because this goddamn bowl, you know how that resin smells anyway. So she comes up and she's like, I'm calling the police on you. I'm like, well, I'm applying to colleges right now. So that sounds like a really fucking bad idea. And she was like, I found your crack pipe. I said, crack pipe? Who's crack pipe? What's crack? <laughs> so anyway, I mean, it's just ridiculous. But it, uh, yeah, it was a bowl, mom. Jesus, try to be a little cooler. Yeah. But anyway, so after that, my parents were like, you have to break up with him, this, that, and the other. Um, and we had like a family meeting with his parents, who, by the way, allegedly, not allegedly, in my opinion, he was stealing the weed from. Dude. They don't give a shit. By the way, I'm from Massachusetts, which I feel is important because like they were one of the first states to legalize marijuana. And my parents have chosen to live there for a long time. But um, anyway, so his parents couldn't give him two shits. And then I remember my parents were like very upset that I was dating him. And they were like, we're going to make you break up with him or 
he can take a drug test. And if he fails, I'm like, he's gonna fail. You found his crack pipe in my car. He's gonna fail. He's, he, he, he smokes weed. What do you want from me? But my parents were like, that was like the intervention. Of like, but it was like adjacent to me. But they said, um, no, like we're going to make him take a drug test. And my dad is a doctor, okay? But he's not a dick doctor. And he was like, I want to be in the room. And I want to see the urine come out of his penis. And I was like, that's like disgusting and embarrassing. Like you're an eye surgeon. You're not a penis surgeon. I'll take his tears. Get- <laughs> he could cry into the fucking thing. I don't care. I'm getting that kid. He's staying away from my daughter. I love the idea of like a little bit of weed is horrible, but watching a teenager piss is like (laughs) fine. You know, that's fine. That's dude. I I have the same. I had my friend, he got caught with weed and then he told his parents everything he did wrong since sixth grade, like right out of why he's Catholic for sure. And he like, he swam away. The cops came. And so he swam. This is the most Florida story ever. He like rode away <laughs> on two crocodiles, two alligators and like took a manatee home and like got home. And <laughs> I was at the party. I threw cigarettes under the car because I was scared. <laughs> That's how much of a bad boy I was. I threw cigarettes. And my friend. So anyways, he gets home and we ended up stealing the weed from his dad. So nice. he's telling his parents everything, but his dad can't say anything because he knows that we know. He's just, right. But, he's mom, just, but mom doesn't know? No, the the mom, I can't disclose this, but let's just say she had a prominent role at the school that we worked at or that we went to. So okay, she had to pretend that her husband. She didn't know. And then my mom came. And I remember they told my mom that we had weed or whatever. And she's like, you smoked marijuana. Like, it was so dramatic. I'm like, yeah, like, obviously, I have to deal with you. Like, you're hammered all the time. What do you want me to do? Also, I don't smoke weed that much because I get scared and I get anxiety. Yeah, when I smoke weed, I think everybody hates me. They're all talking about me in front of me. And then I need to put lotion all over my body. Not... The like not the party night I'm actually looking for, dude. I I, call- I'll do way harder drugs to attain that night. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying, girl. I know what you're throwing down. <laughs> I got caught with weed. We were on a cruise and uh, we were in Jamaica, and some cool kid brought back like a stalk of weed, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's right from the motherland!" Like I was like, "This is so cool, weed drape from Jamaica." You know, like this such a loser. And I wanted to impress him, so I was like smoking. And uh, I was on the balcony of a cruise, like outside, and I so high, I thought I heard my da- my dad in my head. And sure enough, I look across the barrier of the outside balcony, and we're right next to my dad's balcony, and he's face to face with me. And I call <laughs> the smoke in his face, and I go, "I don't think he knows me." Like I literally thought, like I put my head back fast enough where I was like, "No, no way, Daddy noticed." His boy. Daddy? Oh, wow. Let's unpack that. <laughs> I don't usually call him daddy. I don't know why. <laughs> For some reason, this is sexist, what I'm about to say, but I think it's necessary. Okay. A, a grown ass man calling his dad daddy is deeply disturbing. <laughs> it's, it's the same kid that would, as a 40 year old man, would kiss his dad on the lips, you know, <laughs> but like just a peck and then some tongue and then full around his pants for a while you know same kind of guy daddy oh so daddy kissing on the uh, lips yeah daddy what do you think about football players that kiss the owners of the patriots on the lips what the fuck is that about wait when did this happen oh wait wait did you not know this either i did not know this apparently tom brady and robert Kraft have been kissing on the lips for like ever i mean no longer because, you know, Tom left and then he went to the fucking Buccaneers, Florida. Am I right or am I right? You're right. And then I'm not mad. As a New England fan, I'm not mad. Yeah, they're doing no, great this I'm year. great. But then, like, he retired, but whatever. But him and Crafty used to kiss on the lips, bruh. I mean, look, if you paid me $200 million, <laughs> I would I'll give you little you on kisses the on too. the neck. I'd kiss Kraft wherever he wanted. I... <laughs> 
Also, Tom Brady gave him seven championships. I could see why they're making out. But Tom was a big thing where he was kissing his kids, too, on the lips. I think he just kisses everything on the lips. Like, if you have lips, <laughs> horse, cow, anything, just it's He's getting kissing. Tom Brady's getting in there. I, uh, yeah, I, I feel like the, the, the kids thing is, is tough. Cause I, I like get it. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, what age do you cut it off? You know? Yeah. I mean, look, I think I saw my dad kiss my little brother on the lips and I got jealous cause he never kissed me on the lips. <laughs> I was like, was it the weed in Jamaica? Dad, is that why? Is that why? He didn't want to kiss your gross joint lips. <laughs> You didn't know who you were puff puff passing with. You didn't want to get the herps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a little dirty boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dirty boys, um, how's your oral hygiene these days? I mean, I just lost a tooth again. <laughs> oh, no. I literally did not know the answer to that question. It seems like I did, but I did <laughs> not. No, really? Yeah. I don't know where it I'm went. so. So rest in peace. I'm so sorry. No, I, I, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Tooth. And it's not far enough back where, like, you can, you don't see it when I smile, but if I really right. smile, you're like, oh, that guy same. smokes meth. And, oh, <laughs> same, whoa. Same. Whoa. Did you see it? I did not expect that. This will not be making it to air, video wise. <laughs> Do you to. see it? Do I see it? No, I don't see it because it's gone. <laughs> Dude, what happened? Okay, so w- tell me the truth. When you look at my teeth, what do you think I taste? You have great teeth. Thank you. Do you really? Are you lying? Are they yellow? But that's what. No, no, they're not yellow. They're actually so white that it makes the tooth being gone even more hilarious. <laughs> it looks. You have like the mouth of like a fake, like the wind up, the ch- 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 the chatter mouth kind of thing. Oh my god! What a thank you. You're welcome. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. So not to brag, but, you know, I was um, I was born with great teeth. OK, my parents have both have good teeth. And I just like I, I don't really know when this started. But like if I'm being honest and if you actually like, I don't know, do an inventory of my ex relationships, majority men, Tay's my only girl. I'm a lesbian virgin or my she she was, you know, you understand. Yeah. Don't make me explain. But I really have not been a avid nighttime brusher. I like to go hard in the morning. I get I like it. to really get in there. And I want to be clear too. She's a flosser. Okay. So it's like, I feel like for like my, I can tell my wife is like, you're not going to brush your teeth again tonight. And I'm like, bitch, I'll see you in the morning. I'll be in there four times longer than you. And I might even, I flossed before we, right after we had dinner tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I is feel that you. flossing important? No, there's a, these people are coming at you for the night brushing. Look, it's the end of the night. I don't even want to clean my face. I just want to get in bed. Tired. I'll see you in the morning. You don't have to yeah. touch me. You can sleep on the other side. We have a king size bed, so I don't have to brush my exactly. teeth. Exactly. And look. You too? Same, same? Dude, my girlfriend has the mouth of like, it's the most perfect mouth and teeth you've ever seen in your life. She's got a gorgeous mouth. I think about it often. It makes me think our kids have a fighting chance because my mouth <laughs> looks like the fucking the dump your drug dealer JJ in. at the dump with yeah. like your 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 like teeth have like three mustache hairs too. It's so annoying too because I had braces for so long. I, I had Same. braces. I got them in eighth grade. They broke like six different times and I wouldn't get them fixed. Wow. So my teeth would get worse. And I'm like, where were my parents? And you wonder why I smoke <laughs> weed, Dad? Because you let my teeth go astray. I had. I used to have bigger teeth. My teeth got either my head got bigger or my teeth got smaller. I don't know what happened. You are. Do you think you're a grinder? Let me see your teeth. Smile. I love your teeth. <laughs> that makes that really sounded like a make a wish. That really did. That sounded like I love all four of them. Look at you trying. I, I love your three tooths. They're gorgeous. So, my I had braces for until senior year, like for uh, four years, like my that's main awful. year. <laughs> terrible and i was like why was i a virgin in high school oh yeah because i had ding. fucking rubber pants in my mouth so anyhow i finally yeah, got, that was it that was I the had only good reason teeth in college and then i just fell apart i just i bite my nails i do everything you can to ruin my mouth and i've lost i had a root canal i've had two yes. root canals i had to get That'll one, do it. i had to get one removed 
by my cousin in Long Island. And Why? I don't even know if he was a dentist. Please tell me your cousin's a dentist. I think he had tools. <laughs> he had a wrench and a <laughs> screwdriver. And a bottle of Smirnoff. <laughs> he said, let's get it done. He drank it. He didn't give me any. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Dude, he cranked on my mouth for like six hours. He was sweating. I was like, this does not feel he's like, it's a hundred bucks. I was like, all right, I'll kiss you on the mouth. He goes, I don't want to kiss you. You're bleeding. I go, it's your fault. Oh my so, God. Mind you, he takes that out. That was my one experience where the tooth getting pulled. And then recently I bit on a burrito. I don't know what was in that burrito. I think maybe no. another tooth, but I cracked no, my tooth. No, no, no. And my tooth cracked. And I do this thing where, like, if I have something horrible happening to me, I ignore it until, same. like, I'm going, like, I'm going to die. Like, exactly same. Like, why? You know, you realize you were bleeding constantly out of your mouth. It's like, yeah, but I thought I would just go. I think I'm just getting older. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting older. I think, I think my <sighs> new teeth are coming in. I have, like, six-year-old, you know, you know, you have your baby teeth, your adult yes. teeth. And then you're more adult teeth. <laughs> and so anyhow, I was in Florida and my buddy's a, a dentist. He's like, just come by, dude. And I go by and he's like in board shorts wearing like a fucking no fear shirt. I swear to God. And he's like, ah, dude, <laughs> we got to pull it. Shit. And I, I was like, it's kind of close to the front teeth. I can't. And he's like, no, I'll do an implant. And I'll do it for, he gave me a great deal, but I didn't realize now I need to buy Dude. a new tooth. Exactly. So you're both That's what's at going 20. on back here. This was a crown. I'm going to blame it on COVID. I had a crown. It came out when I found out. So I found out I had to get a crown right when I got a divorce. And that was like the worst thing. I was like, why wouldn't you have told me this year ago? I would have stayed married for another year to get this fucking dental work done. <laughs> so they were like, thank God you don't need an implant. So I get, you know, like the whole thing situated. My best friend growing up, her parents are dentists and now she's a dentist and she took it over for them too, which is great. But I can't be schlepping back and forth to Massachusetts, having my parents look at my boyfriend's penis and my friends do my dental work for me. You know what I mean? So I was like, I found somebody in the city I liked, Dr. V. Shout out. I love Dr. V. She's a fucking pimp. Anyway, so she did I love my crown you're saying this because you're expecting to lose more teeth. Like you're, <laughs> you're, you're giving her. <laughs> uh, duh, uh, hello. Oh, you might see yes. her another 24 times. You never know. <laughs> a million percent. No, she's going to take out all my tooths, give me little needle tooths, and then she's going to give me um fucking, what are they called? The fucking, the, 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 the not vermicelli noodles. Veneers. She's going to give me veneers or vermicelli noodles, depending noodles on what my budget cool. is. Yeah, the noodles. Can you imagine could be... my mouth just all fucking clear, soft noodles? <laughs> you could only eat soft food. I love that. I love that for you. You got a little car, car wash mouth. Like at the end, <laughs> you know? Oh, God. So during COVID, I fucking busted my crown. And so then I was like a toothless wonder, but it's far enough back that you don't notice it. But I'm like a. I'm an open mouth sea world laugher, you know, like I so you can really see it. It's a problem with my job. And um, so I was going to get it fixed. But then after COVID, I finally got it to go. And she's like, well, the good news is you have very healthy gum tissue. I'm like, yeah. And the bad news, it grew over the nub. So, yeah, now I just got a gummy nubby. And she's like, you got to go to this doctor, this dentist, this gum specialist. When I hear specialist. I'm out, okay? I am out. And I'm out. he's got to like cut the gum tissue away and then she'll fix the crown. I said, honestly, who needs it? I got a stump. Isn't that good enough? But then I saw my friend, the dentist, like a while ago, and she was very upset for me. And then she like said something about like, you know, those old ladies that like look like yeah. that, like gum, like gummy. Mm -hmm. She said, my face shape is going to change if I don't get it fixed. I think they're a bunch of liars. <laughs> I actually don't. Oh, I they're like, oh, that. you're missing a tooth? Oh, you know what? You're going to turn into a werewolf. And it's like, <laughs> unless you give me $12,000, it's like, fuck you. I'm taking my chances. <laughs> I'd rather be I yelling also... and have my whole fake teeth fall out of my mouth than give you another dollar, lady. <laughs> and then 
I had this tooth right here in the middle, and it's called Yiddle Yellow Ute. <laughs> Sounds like a child That's book or a children's book. My wife has nicknamed it Yiddle Yellow Ute. And <laughs> you like it, right? Yeah, it's fun. Yiddle Yellow Ute. It's kind of fun to give something like a fun song like that that's disgusting, you know? It's like, yeah, you know, smelly dick, you know, smelly little balls. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's fun. That, yeah. So when I got my braces, my mouth was being crowded by my teeth. I have such a small jaw. So you had to yank one of the tooth, the tooths out. So I don't, you, most people have two teeth that touch in the front. I got oh, just yeah. one center one. You're like Tom Cruise was with his top teeth. Hmm? Tom Cruise used to have one tooth and like same as you, your bot, but on top. How? He got braces very late in life. Shut up. Yeah. I don't believe I you. How also, it's like, are we evolving or like, are you not evolved? Like, why is your mouth not like, what's going on? Are you Wait, like Tom Cruise one tooth? No, like his top oh, teeth. I'm looking. Yeah. The sun, of course, the sun.com. Oh my yeah. God. Andrew. You don't feel alone anymore. <laughs> you are not alone. Well, your tooth is. Tom is here with you. Look at how successful he is. And he's got one yiddle yell yo ute on the top. <laughs> at least my yiddle yell you can hide. True. Look, but it made him work harder. That's why you're so lazy. <laughs> if your will well choose was on top, you'd be a billionaire. But now you're a fucking loser because it's on the bottom. <laughs> so anyway, it's like dying. It has no nerves, which is why it's yellow. I'm a it mess. <laughs> Look, all my teeth are dead. They're you're dead. A mess. You know what, though? Here's the thing about the world we live in. And, you know. My whole brand is escapism. Andrew, I'm going to go out on a ledge and say yours is too, right? You're, you're a comedian for crying out loud. No, it's realistic. It's real. <laughs> my teeth are actually perfect. I, it was all a joke. I don't even have a cousin, Neil, who ripped my tooth out. He's a lie. I never smoked weed in Jamaica. It's all a front. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Quince. You know me, and I am a high-end and luxury goods girly. She has rich taste, great taste. However, my wallet is not always on the same page as me. You know what I'm saying? That was until I found Quince. Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials at prices that are completely within reach. It will blow your mind. The first time I went on Quince, I was like, how is this even possible? It's like a dream come true for us high-end girlies. So, Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll literally have them in your closet forever. And I'm a New England girly and my mama taught me the most important thing my mama taught me is always go timeless. It will be forever chic and honey, it looks rich. And Quince understands that. So they have very classic pieces, which I love. Staples, if you will. And they've got these amazing wardrobe must-haves. They've got 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, starting at $50. Are you crazy? Washable silk tops. I love also, that's another thing too. If I have to dry clean it, no thanks. So washable silk tops and dresses and such flattering pants. And it really makes putting together an outfit so much easier. So on top of having like the good goods and the classic and chicness everywhere, the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Now I know you're like, wait, wait, wait. How, how, how? Well, this is how. They partner directly with top factories. So Quince is cutting out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings right on to moi and to you and to all of us. It's freaking genius. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. And I love that about that too. Oh my God, guys. So I honestly, I love everything on the site. And when I tell you that it is my one-stop shop for all my fall sweaters, I am not joking around. They are so premium, fits so well, such great comfy fabric. I'm very sensitive to like cheap, itchy fabric and Quince's stuff is chef's kiss. I am completely obsessed. I live in this organic cotton fisherman crew sweater. I have it in navy blue and the way I live in their super soft fleece wide leg pants. Best fitting sweatpant I own, hands down. I have it in navy blue. 
and I have it in gray. I'm definitely going to get it in black because I, I honestly, I want multiples in every color because that's how amazing they are. I wear a large and it's like, it actually fits really well, but it's like still super comfy. Honestly, I can't say enough amazing things about Quince. It is like my literal new favorite place. Girl, what are you waiting for? Get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Taylor for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. You know why they do that? Because they know what they've got is the good goods. I'm obsessed. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. A lot of, of escapism is feeling superior to people. That's why reality television is so popular. They, there's two schools of thought. You either watch it because it's aspirational. Honestly, don't kill the messenger, but it's the truth. The Kardashians, okay? We used to watch them because Kim had a sex tape and her outfits were terrible and she looked like Jafar and we were all better than her, okay? And now the script jokes on us because they that whole family rules the world and they're spectacular. And I stand by that. But people, a lot of people watch reality television because it makes you feel like you're better than the people you're watching. Yeah. Think of like John and Kate plus eight type of vibes, right? I wonder, yeah, if the Kardashians, if they started perfect or wherever they're at. Right. Would have worked as well. I mean, or if they kept like, if they never became like caricatures of themselves, would have, would the reality show still have done well if they didn't make right. you feel inadequate? Oh, cause like, when I watch it, I'm like, I am a poor loser when I watch that show, but I still watch it. Yeah. Because they still have real problems. You would never, yeah. they're never. Yeah. It like fighting with that. their I sister over Andre Bocelli performing at both of their weddings. That's my favorite Italian singer. Like, wait, what are we listening to? But here you I have am. Noodles watching. in your mouth, and they have Bocelli <laughs> singing. This is bullshit. But <laughs> here's the thing: I think they like Kim will be like, you know, I have eczema or or psoriasis. Right. So it's like. You can't escape psoriasis, no matter how rich you are. She's just like us because she has a rash. And I get that, you know? Like, <laughs> it works like a charm on me. So no matter how rich they get, they still show their their flaws. So, But at the same time, you're like, I feel like dog shit watching it because they're so rich. And so, gorgeous. You know, their surgeon has done wonders. Feeling superior to people really does help you when you're feeling down and out. So, you know... It's been a couple weeks and Andrew and I have no tooth. So like, of course, we're all feeling low, but I have a remedy for you. Are you ready oh, man. for the best worst show I've ever seen in my entire life? It is reality TV. It's kind of new to America. Of course, it's been like popping off in the UK for like fucking six seasons because the is it UK. Called yellow I mean, tooth? Speaking of teeth, am I right or am I right? I'm sorry to my London listener who always DMs me when I make that joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the truth. So, so what's the show? What's the show? It's called Naked Attraction. Okay. Okay. It's on Max, formerly known as HBO Max, formerly known as HBO. And my sister-in-law said, you got to watch a show. And I said, eh, tell me the premise, right? I'm like, is it like naked and afraid? She's like, no, it's a dating show and everyone's naked. And I was like, I'm like not into it. But curiosity, curiosity got the best of me. So my wife and I just watched it. And when I tell you I was cringe watching, okay, the first episode is one of the hardest pieces of television I've ever had to get through, okay? And that includes the goddamn news. It is horrific. I'm also a complete prude. So this could be on me as well that like I have an issue with nakedness. But when I tell you they are naked, they are so naked, Andrew. And okay, yeah. so I'm going to set the scene for you. So the first episode, I was like, this is fucking cringe. I fucking hate this. And also, like, it's the nakedness already I'm turned off. And they're showing, like, real bodies. It's not like everyone's not like a model. It's not hot or not. You know what I mean? It's just not. It's just not. It really isn't. And, like, but, like, also, like, the commentary's not funny. There's the not great bad. personalities. It's bad. It's shot yeah. bad. It's bad. So I watched the first one with Tay, barely got through it. I said, I can't watch anymore. And then today, Is I this need a little the show escapism. Where they pick by just the dicks, they pick whether or not. Andrew, it's insane. So today I watched 
the second part of the first episode. And now I think I'm in. So, but here's the thing. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I can get over the nakedness, but I wrote down notes. So this is what they do. There's a person who's like the dater, the picker. Okay. And they're surrounded by like, I'm going to say six. They're like on a circular stage. It's like the semicircle when your family tried to have an intervention about your laziness. It's kind of like the same thing, except twice as many people as you have. And they're naked. <laughs> they're naked. Probably and they're help. in these boxes. So they're in boxes. So it's like orange. They don't even get names. They're just colors. Blue, purple, pink, yellow, orange, red, whatever. The rainbow. And so they basically start the show. And the person who's the picker is clothed at this point. Okay? But don't worry. Because we get to see their goods at the end. And the host, who's a loser, in my opinion, is like, okay, let's show the bottoms. Okay? The bottom half. So they, so the first episode was all dicks. Okay? It was a straight woman dating men. and so. You just see six fucking dicks in your face, Andrew, okay? And some are circumcised, some are... Like, Andrew, I dated a guy for, like, three years who was uncircumcised. Circumcised? Uncircumcised? Uncircumcised, yeah. And I didn't even know because Whoa. that's how scared of dicks I am. I, I have seen... I have learned more about pinuses in the last 24 hours than I have ever known in my entire life. I don't know what dicks look like. And all these people are like fucking dingle dangle connoisseurs. Like, I didn't even know I had one with a sleeping bag. So I like I'm shook to shit. Okay. And some are circumcised, some are not, some are huge, some are very saggy and small and sad. This one guy, spoiler alert, but he had an elephant tattoo around his enormous dick. So like oh. It's like elephant ears on his thighs. So when you look at just, I mean, this man was literally created for this show. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. have you ever seen a tattoo? I would look more like Mickey Mouse with that. And there's a rounded dick. I Is that like ears. a common thing? What? To have, a, to have a tattoo on your thighs that coincides with your penis. No, that's not a common thing. Yeah. No one has elephant ears. The confidence you must have... <laughs> First of all, you know, I could see him picking things up too, like a stick with his penis. He probably oh drinks water out of the toilet with his own <laughs> cock. I mean, it's got to be amazing, though, where the girl picks the dick. I'm sure she picks a good sized cock and then the face is terrible. Well, okay. So we see the dicks, but don't forget, too, you're seeing not just foreskin, you're seeing pube. Yeah. You know, trimmed, choices. Mostly trimmed. England, I feel like they grow it out more. You got, it's a plethora, you know? Yeah. So that's all you get. You just get a dick. And then she says, turn around. And then you get to see their bums. Again, a lot of hair everywhere. And also, like, sometimes buns are up high, so you can see, like, the sack from behind. Sometimes there's, I didn't know this. Sometimes there's, like, a bush of pubes just, like, growing straight through the bridge to Terabithia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, a lot of people don't ever see it from behind. The, mm -hmm. it's not it's not a good look your balls just look like they're dangling like it's dangle a lot berries. of dangle and there's a lot of weight it's just uh it looks like and the balls are barely holding on back there you know what Oof. i mean like and it's uh terrible. Yeah, you never you never want to see that especially before a first date you know that's not but i guess so then they I don't know, there is something about getting it literally all out in the open i know there is a part of that but then, so then they move up to the stomach and the chest area. So now you're seeing nipples. Again, you're seeing stomachs. You're seeing six packs and not six packs. Um, and then they reveal the face. But still no one's allowed to talk. So every, every, every scooch of the screen, the dick butt, the stomach, the nipples, the face, someone has to get eliminated. And they're savage. Like, they're like, why'd you eliminate? And they're like, I didn't like the way he was standing. It's like, get, he has a beer belly. Just say his foreskin is literally sagging to his kneecaps. Just be honest. We all know the answer. And who are these overly confident people that want to show these bodies? It's always the ones at the nudist colonies, right? Who are yeah. the people we want to see the least naked. And I love that they start with the penis. Like you would think right. they'd start with the face, work their way down. They, they've had meetings. The best part about all this is like there were meetings, like a lot of them. <laughs> And I guarantee on a whiteboard, 
there was, should we start with the face or should we start with the dick? And there were arguments. And I get it. Like, it's <laughs> there arguments. There were definitely arguments about 100%. it. And so the girl sees the face. They show the hair, too, or did they slowly show the hairline, too? Oh, no, you get you get the whole head. Okay. And then you, we're like down to three at this point, and then they make them talk. So you do can hear their voice. Go, I didn't like the fact that his dick was small. Like, do they ever, are they ever honest and just like, I didn't like I've the shape of I've only watched two episodes. I don't know if they get like, to be like that honest. But right now, everyone's playing nicey-nice. But there was this one guy that got rejected. And then when he left, he was like, I like her legs anyway. So it's like, oh, you didn't like her legs? Well, good thing you're not the one picking your dick. Um, but I mean, there's lots of reasons people, it, it could be like height, it could be ugly face, but then they even do a voice. So like, you know, David Beckham is, I mean, by, I, I think undeniably one of the hottest people on face of the planet until he opens his mouth. So yeah. I feel like, like, I feel like that's like a thing too. It's really, and when they make you show your voice, they ask you your favorite thing about your body and your least favorite thing about your body. So it's like a very vulnerable question. And now we're down to two. And then guess what? Now the picker has to go backstage and get naked and then come out. And then the two finalists get to like critique their body. But oh. everybody's pretty nice because it's like, I mean, what's the point in being mean? And then there's three people standing there naked. And then the picker has to pick who they want the most. It's crazy. And then they go on a date with clothes on. And then they do a catch up if they keep dating. It's crazy, but so I watched the first one, but the second one was a bisexual girl named Mal. Okay. So we got peeny and vagina. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, my goodness. Andrew, would you ever do a show like this? I would fucking die. Do they show my teeth? <laughs> I would do it if, as long as I don't have to smile. <laughs> I'll show everything except for what's going on in my mouth. But like, no, I'm really gonna be thinking about um, my vagina, and like, and, and like, I should really pluck my nipples more, and like, oh my god, like, I would die, Andrew. I would die. Like, I'm sitting here being so critical of these people, but I have to say, not for nothing, but everybody like looks better than me. Shit, like, I the confidence, I can't relate. I simply can't relate. I mean, it really shows how much people want to have clout and be famous. Any little bit of fame. Yep. They're like, I will completely. You know, or they're insanely confident or they're just crazy. But I think a lot of it has to do with like, this is where we are in a society where it's like, I will show everything as long as it gives me, you know, another 40,000 followers on Instagram. Like, I think there is something with that, with like, you know, I mean, because like if this show was just an avoid and no one was watching, I don't know if anyone would want to do it or put themselves out there like that. I... <laughs> Also, I think like, um, yeah, if you're elephant dick, it's like, whoa, I can't believe you're so brave. No one right. think that's brave. You know, that's like, not brave. But also, you never really see a vagina. Like, I remember. like I'm, You, you really don't see, see vaginas. Vagina. I realize. Some of them are shaved. Some of them have hair. But like the shaved ones, like I could see like the in part. Yeah. Like, I'm watching a television show and I'm looking at somebody's like, like. Maybe a major menorah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it yeah, that's a nice Jewish pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no, the majora is the outside and the menorah is the inside. No. Minor. Smaller. Oh. I, I thought, promise you. Oh, that's like a real thing? It's it's like oh, I thought you were making yes. a joke about a Jewish vagina. <laughs> no, no. Labia majora and labia menorah. They're parts of the vagina. I'm a lesbian. You can trust me on this. I also so, took Latin, so I literally know what I'm talking about. All right, let's stop bragging. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You don't have all your teeth. Calm down. So <laughs> bring it back. All right, Kardashian. Let's take it back to the second season. <laughs> when you're working in the store. And Courtney was still. Or, but I do think, like, the more episodes you watch, the less you're going to realize, like, nudity is just nudity. And I know. if if no one's hard or anyone's not it's like the, you know, a penis, a flaccid penis is like the least sexual thing at times because it's just like dead dick. Literally. And I think over the episodes, you're going to be like, oh, this is a dead dick. Like, it's not going to shock you like by episode four. I bet that's what happens. I feel like I, 
I couldn't tell if it made me feel better or worse about my naked body. It definitely didn't make me feel better. I'll tell you that. I was like, oh my God. But like, I was still being critical of other people's bodies. But like, I, like, I still am impressed that the, their body's flawed as they are. Like their, their flaws are like better than my, like I, oh my God. Like, I think yeah, emotionally when I see like a hot rip man. Yes. I'll be jealous and stuff. But then on the flip side of that, I'll see someone with a dad bod who like just is like so open about his confident. dad. I'm like, fuck your confidence. Like, I, then I'm sad about his confidence. So it's either yes. I'm sad about my physicalness or my security or, or being secure in like whatever I am. Um, like, and both feel, make me feel bad. Like I was trying to think about like, I mean, like on a scale of one to 10, I think my vagina is like maybe a five or a six. Out of 10? Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. The menorah and the menorah. Good. It's not, if, yeah. if, if your friend was like, I'm digging a girl, she's a sick. She'd be like, she's a dog. I have you a woofy vagina. My vagina's not pretty. Sex, do you do you feel more confident because she also has a vagina that it's like, hey, we're all just vaginas here? Or, or do you feel, or because yes. guys don't see vaginas as much as women, maybe they're less judgmental of vaginas, right. just happy to be there? I don't know. Yes so, and no. Yes and no. Because like, so we call her, she is a skagina, skinny vagina, and I have a pagina. What's pa? What's P stand for? Pudgy. <laughs> you guys need to get wedding photos of just your pussies. <laughs> Put yours in a little tuxedo. It'll be great. Like, remember, like, if you, so in terms of, like, my hair placement, so, like, I used to wax. I also went through a phase where, like, I started to get laser, but it hurt too much, so I had to stop. So, like, you know, I keep her trim, okay? I'm not an animal. However, sometimes life gets the best to you, and you can't really have time to just focus on trimming your vagina. So, sometimes she's a little patchy. Basically, my vagina is your local high school drug dealer. <laughs> she's patchy. J- JT down there? Aaron Harris, JJ. JJ's on the move. With JJ. <laughs> But JJ, that's what Oprah was talking about for all this time. The drug dealing, patchy vagina. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, no, I think, yeah, vaginas come in all <laughs> shapes and sizes. I think if I was a gay man, I, I I think if my partner had like a giant, giant cock, I would, yes. it would, I'd feel, I don't know how I'd feel about it. It'd feel weird. Feel, well, a girl uh, got rid of a guy. The bisexual girl got rid of a guy because she said he's too big. I'm scared of it. I don't think I can take that on. Oh. And I will say the show also has like some scientific moments where they'll be like, oh, he's got a lot of moles. And they'll cut to this thing like, fun fact about your partner if they have a mole. People who have more than 100 moles in the body tend to look seven years younger after the age of 50. And you're like, yeah. So it, we- it weirdly is. <laughs> it does build some confidence. And it talks yeah. about like, girth versus size like i feel like the stats would make everybody feel better like the average size of a like the average size of a penis i think they said was like 3.2 inches no party well, for everyone not erect just saw not erect okay also i don't know it's funny that they were like okay we're gonna um use people at their most vulnerable make them naked promise mm-hmm. them a little bit of fame mm-hmm. but then we're gonna say some fun stats that are gonna make everyone feel okay like they're, you know, because if it was just like, oh, dude, that guy's dick is weird or that pussy's huge. Exactly. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a sh- like they have to. And the fact that it's British, it makes it feel smart. One girl, the guy finally talked and she he had like a really thick Italian accent, like mama mia. And she <laughs> was you could tell she didn't like it. And then it was like, according to our research, uh, you know, Italian accents are liked by blankety blank percentage of the population. But the most the number one most flattering accent is British. And then she kicked him to the curb and was like, oh, my God, she yeah. doesn't like an Italian accent. But like there was another one where it was like, do you like do you like a clean shaven vagina or a bushy one? And then it's like, according to a research, sexual attraction is and by the a, way, like who's doing this research. I you know, don't what I mean? know. <laughs> but it has to do with like that sometimes. You get a you um, get a letter in the mail. Do you like hairy <laughs> pussy or a shaved pussy? And it's pubes, like, uh, what's this for? Pubes apparently cause friction, which is a good thing during sex, and also sometimes it helps to enhance 
scent. Oh, scent. Oh, what are we? Like... A pack of wild dogs? <laughs> I fucking don't know. But I, no. I was, I, I slowly wanted to gouge my eyes out with sporks, yet also was equally like captivated and intrigued. And I just feel like a big old pervert. Anyway, I can't like co-sign the show, but it's a great way to escape. I don't know if it's a, if it's good. It doesn't feel good, but it feels, it's all you can think about is what I'm trying to tell you. So if you're looking I mean, for a little escapism right now. the opposite of love is blind. It's. It's let's take love is blind and do the exact opposite. That's what it is. It's like, Oh, well, I love this person through a wall or by seeing the inside of their asshole. I I don't know. It really is. Is love is like wide open eyes and you're seeing everything and you're making judgments. Um, I kind of, I kind of like that way. I kind of like just get the physicalness out of it, out of the way early. There are more normal bodies than, you know, you would expect on a TV show, you know, considering everybody has to be mm-hmm. naked. But what would you be the most concerned about people seeing if you were butt ass naked? I mean, it'd be weird to be like, you know, I, I'd be weird. I, I'd be worried that my penis uh, was too big. No, I was like not. I would want the perfect amount of blood flow where a guy, when they get naked, they want it to be like a half, a halfy. So it's chub. not, but if it's a full chub, then you're you look a like a, a pervert. <laughs> Wait, can you control There's, it? Yeah, I mean, what do sure. you do? Tell me. You get you picture like you get half excited. You don't, you don't, you so know. You picture Tom Brady kissing Robert Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> you can't picture him kissing Giselle. That's too no. excited. That's creepy excited. But yes. just a little. <laughs> just a little kiss on Kraft's forehead. That's all I need in my pants. No, it, there is like, okay, so when uh you remember grinding when you were in like Do I remember going yeah, dancing real close? You make it hard. Uh, you're making it some semi hard for me. Cause that's where you want to be. There's a when when I would grind, you don't want to go full and you there is a a, a medium. That you just, I don't know. So you're like, on a scale of one to 10, how in control are you of the half chub? I would love to think I was like a mentalist where I can control this thing. It's, I would say a five or six. I would say a vagina work. <laughs> yeah, 50-50. Yeah. You don't know what's exactly going to happen. The problem is, is when you're on a stage where you have to, this, you, my dick would be inside. I, I've known from past experiences of when my dick needs to be half. Like when I got arrested and I was in jail yeah. with like 40 other dudes and no. I had to get naked. No. And they voted me off real quick. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> my dick was inside my own butthole. It was, it was so embarrassing. And every guy in there was like a hardened criminal and they made you strip down to your boxers, but I wasn't no. wearing boxers. I was the only one free balling out of 45 guys. So <laughs> no, 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 this is me. <laughs> so embarrassing so anyhow so i know that my i i probably wouldn't be able to control it i probably would have less i'd have stage fright my penis would have stage fright and she would tell me that she didn't like me because my shoulders were weird but we'd all know the truth (laughs) she would say i don't like your posture with your shoulders (laughs) you sure it's not my penis being inside my own bottle my belly button penis are you sure (laughs) it's not my innie the best, would be the, get if, the best if I go and get an elephant ears tattoo and then have an any penis and be like, oh, I lost my snout in the war. Oh, Andrew uh, Crocodile bit off my nose. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, I highly recommend Naked Attraction if you're looking for a little of escapism. I'm not telling you it's going to make you feel good, but it will make you forget your life right now. That I fucking promise you. Yeah. Before I let you go, uh, I know you are currently out on the road with Hannah Burner, Miss Hannah Burner. Yeah. How is, how is Hannah? How is road life with sweet, sweet Hannah? This is what I'll say about Hannah is no matter how much money she makes, no matter how Seriously. many followers she gets. Seriously. She is going to stay who she yeah. is. And who that is, is a little dirty hamster. That's <laughs> 
And I love it about her. She's a little dirty chinchilla. She fucking literally, we drove all over Texas, about 12 hours all over Texas. She doesn't have a license, by the way. Classic Hannah. That's such Hannah energy. There is no word for it. And she doesn't, she has, a, she could get an assist. She could get help to get, oh, you know, she Hannah? sold Parallel Park for her and she can't figure it out. Uh, and the funny part is she got a license over COVID and then it got suspended. Like she went through, she's from Brooklyn. She never had one. She got one during Stop COVID. To, yeah. Just in case what know. she had to like drive out of the city for her life. Or like, no, I think she had to drive around the Hamptons. It was tough. Oh, she did. She did. She had to drive around the Hamptons. Correct. Yeah. That Jeep Wrangler. It's gotta be hard. Oh my God. That's right. No, I have the Jeep Wrangler. No, I was just kidding. I was just saying, I was saying a random white girl car and you nailed it. Uh, and guess what my car was before that? One guess. A Subaru. No, I had a, I had a, um, a Jetta. I had like a, cab- okay. oh, I'm sorry, a Cabrio convertible. That's, That's a Subaru in a dress. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's a Subaru in a skirt is a Jetta. A Jetta. I've never been a guy that bought a Jetta. It's just because no. it just sounds so feminine. So. Right. Yeah, no, I bought a Jetta. I got a, yeah. I feel like German guys have Jettas. Yeah, well. Maybe in German it doesn't sound tougher. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, <laughs> so, so I drive all over Texas and she got enchiladas. I think, I'm not even kidding, like six, seven times. Like, <laughs> she got enchiladas one night. We did a show and she's like, do you want food? And I was like, I don't know if I want Mexican again. And then <laughs> she orders up the enchiladas without talking to me. And she says, well, I got you enchiladas. And I was like, oh, thanks. Now I kind of feel like, Wait, you know, when you, when someone like, doesn't. Re- give me a refresher. What like an enchilada is like a tortilla with like meat, beans, cheese, accoutrement. Like it's like a fajita, but all rolled up and like kind of like deep fried. Yeah, it's soft. It's like a mush. It's like a tiny little burrito. That's a tiny baked little burrito, usually plate? like three of them with cheese on top with, with pinto got beans. It. It's very yeah. soft. Me and her both love soft food, which is interesting. But um, <laughs> she's like, I got fajitas. And then she's like, I'll leave them outside the door in the hallway. I didn't know I wanted fajitas, but once you get offered free ones. And then I texted her. I was like, thank you so much for getting me extra fajitas. She's like, actually, I just got these for myself. And I just didn't feel like eating. That's <laughs> Hannah. And she left it out in the hallway. Like I was like some kind of like bum. Wait, did you know? she leave it outside the hallway of her door or leave it outside of your door? Of her door. I had to go up. What a up. diva. What a diva. Yeah, it was strong. But I like. God forbid she keep it like on a dresser and you knock on the door and she passes it to you. She's also big into getting extra rice, which is just <laughs> fajitas already come with so much rice. And I just respect that she doubles. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was so much fun. Like, it's really crazy to see how successful she is now. And not in like a jealous or whatever kind of way. Just yeah. like. Like in a genuinely happy for her way. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Like, because, I, you know, I've known her whatever. Like, she was on Summer House. But. Yeah. Whatever. I, I you know, the internet, it's crazy. I mean, she had, she sold like 1,600 tickets in Dallas. She sold like. 3,500 in San Francisco coming you guys, up. guys, like, like, please, like, ex- like, explain how major that is. Like, it's, it's so major, there are no words. It, but she'll always be a little fajita. But she'll always no be license. a little fajita chinchilla or whatever you called her. And I think that's why people love her. Because um, she is authentically herself. She so uh, is. She wore the same outfit all five days or Absolutely. four days. Absolutely, that's my girl. That is my girl. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, you think she brushes her teeth at night? With fajitas. Oh, fajita brush. No, I don't know. I would assume no, but maybe. <laughs> and I'll, let, let me be clear. No judgment from the no brush teething bandits right here. Okay. Hey, look, just because I don't brush doesn't mean I can't make fun of someone for not brushing. You know, <laughs> but no, it, it's been amazing. And uh, it's crazy. Like opening up to... Uh, opening those shows they've been great shows but it's tough you know going out yeah. there first you've done it before yeah people are still getting drinks yes oh it's the worst 
But it's and like you just you, have to be like, this is my job. Like, you can't even get mad because you're like, no, I'm literally here for this is exactly why I'm here for like yeah. this overlap to like get the people that have been singing amped and to like give these fucking rude alcoholics time to get to yes. their seats. I can literally hear them go, I want a vodka. I want potatoes. You have potatoes? Do you have to? I'm like, I'm trying to fucking tell you something that I've worked nine years on. Yes. And you're like, can I get potatoes? You have Tito? Okay, I'll do a triple wrap. Did I just throw up on my own fucking tits? Yes, you did. You did. It's pretty cool, actually. And then you have to ignore that and still be funny. But it's been amazing, and I'm really happy for her. And um, I don't know what we're going to eat in the Pacific Northwest. But <laughs> I don't think there's fajitas up there. might be fajitas up. I'm sure she's going to find like some kind of weird like fried fish that she'll eat five different times no totally i feel like i feel like she likes to like really be a a, a person of the culture or like the city that she's in <laughs> yeah. so yeah what is the official the official food of what seattle i mean seattle portland san francisco's i mean san francisco has all different kinds of food i mean all these places have different kinds of food but oh god she's gonna be ordering like fucking fried oysters she's gonna be leaving you fried oysters outside of her door and then claim that she got yeah two orders and then be like, no, really, there it is. If she gets, if she gets like Manhattan chowder, you have to let me know. I'm so deeply offended by that chowder. Clam chowder all day, every day. All day, every Fucking day. Manhattan, Manhattan chowder, it's, it's disgusting. Like... Oh, actually, be careful. You know, Hannah, she likes to eat seafood at the airport. So that's get a wild ready. thing. It's like getting sushi at 7 Eleven. What? <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I remember she told me she had like, a crab cake and clam chowder at the airport before she was going to fly across the country. I was like, what are you trying to like have explosive diarrhea? I mean, oh it's God. so funny because she's from like Brooklyn and you know, you think New York people are just so aware of everything, but really they're like, like the idea of getting, you know, a crab cake anywhere else other than like near the water. I don't know. It's just, they're, they're extremely smart in some ways and then have no idea what's going on with the rest of America. And it's and they think that the rest of America is back is slow and doesn't know anything. But we all know better than to get a fucking crab cake at the goddamn airport. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. So I'm excited for these shows and I have my Where, own show in Portland. Amazing. Like, Where can everybody get uh tour dates and things of oh that? Oh my nature? god, just come to this one show, October nineteenth. Okay. At the Portland Helium Comedy Club. And in my podcast, Puddles. Yes. Which I stopped doing, renamed it. Now I'm going back to the name because I missed the song. And I it's just the missed. Best. It's silly. I feel like it's more me. So that's coming out again. My podcast, Puddles with Amazing. Andrew and Brenna. My girlfriend Amazing. will be on there. With her you perfect know I'm a teeth. fan of that. Yeah, I know. I am. We did. We just recorded the first. At, well, the 120th first at back <laughs> right, right, right. for the it. fifth time. Just I go by seasons because like, that then that you give yourself leeway. Oh, my God. You're so right. So the sixth season. Because <laughs> that's how many times you've done it and stopped and then done it again. I have ADD so bad. <laughs> and if you just look at how many, dude, I've written Puddles is back <laughs> like five times. <laughs> so you're on your sixth season. It's official. Just come out of the gate and just name this say it's our sixth season okay just commit i mean it's so funny to do 120 episodes or something and then start something else and then go what was i, I do I sh i've already done this on like what am i doing like just whatever anyway so we're really excited about that and follow andrew at andrew t colin follow me on instagram after last time i did your show i had a lot of new followers and they're all very did nice you? yeah Oh, I love to hear it because you are, you know how I feel about you, Andrew. You're my special oh, baby I love angel. This, this is, I, I love coming on here. You're the best. And um, we should get fajitas in person eventually. Let's get fajitas and, and dip it in clam chowder. Done. Dip it in clam chowder while watching Naked uh, Attraction with our friend you JJ. Got you got it. And no teeth. I would like to eat it outside of Hannah's door on tour though, specifically on the floor. Just sitting out there in the yes. hallway. Like please. And then just hear her counting money inside. Yes. So jealous. I'm so jealous. You guys, that is it. I'm happy for her, but so jealous. No, I really am happy for my friends who are successful. You know what it is? I'm not even jealous. I'm just like really mean to myself. That's what oh, 
dude, I mean, that we want to do another hour. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Andrew, I adore you. Thank you so much. Follow Andrew at Andrew T. Collin on the gram and uh, go check him out. He is hilarious and listen to puddles. I fucking love it. I'm so excited for its return. Sixth season, let me say. Sixth season. Sixth season. Yeah. Andrew, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You guys, uh, that's it for us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It literally means the world. And uh, yeah, that's it for us. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.